Nerd is the Word podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chisholm. This sounds weird and different. Uh, Carolyn is actually away on her honeymoon this week. Uh, we wish her and her blushing groom a wonderful, safe trip. Um, and I am taking over the lead, which means no one's going to listen to this episode. Uh, but Carolyn and I decided a long time ago that if one of us couldn't be here for an episode, the surviving member of our uh, tandem will pick a uh, pick a category based off of things that the other one doesn't like. And that's what I did today because we're talking about Vinnie Max House of Graps. We're talking wrestling. And I have two wonderful guests with us here today. Uh, first off, uh, longtime friend, uh, Tim Murphy. Tim, how about you introduce yourself and tell us your favorite finishing maneuver? Oh, all right. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Tim. Uh, as Adam mentioned, I've known him for quite some time, way back to the backyard wrestling days. Um, so glad to be here and, and talking about it and bringing up some of those memories. But yeah, so I think I, I would have to say, and I might be condemned for this, because I actually used this move on someone in our neighborhood, Adam, if you remember, and oh, I was hoping it, al it almost hurt him pretty badly. So like, I feel bad promoting this finisher move again, but, and I caution against using any wrestling moves on your friends never ends well. Um, but anyway, the pedigree, you can't, you can't beat the pedigree. It looks so real. Yep. And it just like, you know, just the way Triple H always executed. It's one for the books. Ah. God, we all got in trouble because of that one thing you did. <laughs> we all, what? <laughs> no one else was grounded for two weeks. That's fair. <laughs> no, I deserved it. Yes. Shout out, Nate. Hope you're doing all right. Hope your neck's okay. <laughs> oh, boy. And our second guest, another longtime friend, Nick Monden. Nick, please introduce yourself. And what is your favorite wrestling maneuver? Hey, this is Nick. Um, there's a lot of them. I was thinking as Tim was rambling off a story that sounded similar to what I did to my brother one time. Uh, <laughs> but um, I probably would have to say one of my favorites that I always like seeing and it doesn't get old. It would probably be the tombstone from the Undertaker. Mm, like when he gets it in and actually drops it, like it's you, you, you still get excited. It's still oh, got yeah. that drop. <laughs> puts the arms over the chest and pins them that way yeah oh, that's so good yeah yeah oh, yep. and no one does it like the undertaker you can't exactly yeah. absolutely not anyways for those of you uh who aren't aware uh we all voted uh as usual on our facebook poll uh we have a facebook group the nerd is the word on facebook and uh you can join that just be kind to one another don't be a dick and we are judging off of the following three categories that is quality of matches the wrestler's legacy and their aesthetics because everybody wrestling is just pageantry at the end of the day. Um, but everybody in that group voted and we came up with the top eight C's and seeded them to a bracket. And the three of us are going to go down that bracket and determine a winner now. So without further ado to reveal the seating, um, there were a lot of ties uh, before the podcast began. We kind of worked through the ties. So if you are part of the Facebook group and see someone who you voted for that didn't make it to the spot that you thought they were in, that is why. Um, but starting off at seed number eight is Randy Orton. Seed seven is the macho man, Randy Savage. Seed six is Shawn Michaels, HBK, Heartbreak Kid, Mr. WrestleMania, Mr. Too Many Nicknames. 
Uh, number five is, speaking of too many names, Mick Foley. Uh, number four, Andre the Giant. Number three, The Undertaker. And then number two and number one, very expected. Number two is The Rock. And number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, but should we jump into it? Yeah, I'm ready when you guys are. Matchup number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Randy Orton. I <laughs> fucking love Randy Orton. <laughs> this wish isn't so soon, but I know he, that dude's so, getting stunned. It is the worst. That, yeah. That's why I was gonna lead it off because, like, I love Randy Orton so much, but there's absolutely no way he beats Stone Cold here. Yeah, uh, I I'll definitely do that match on my like 2K22. <laughs> so when we break it down by criteria. There's only one person, maybe two people on this list who can match Stone Cold's legacy. And yeah, quality of matches. Randy always has like solid matches. Both of them, yeah. Well, I career. think everybody on this list, right? Has yeah, solid that's... matches coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I think we we know where we're all leaning. Uh, but Nick, <laughs> Nick, say some nice things about Randy Orton before we say bye to him. <laughs> I mean, he's. He's a beast. He's very um uh I'll say he got one thing kind of over Stone Cold a little bit. He's uh he can do a lot. He has a range of things he can do. Uh Stone Cold, even when he was supposed to be like a bad guy, people still cheered him and shit. Like when Randy's a bad guy, people people boo him. <laughs> like you want to hate him and stuff. And also recently with his recent stuff, he's also very funny and very entertaining and stuff. So he uh he's got a good range. Um hope he doesn't retire anytime soon. But um yeah, like I'd I'd be picking Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Tim. Yeah, I mean, much of what what uh, what Nick said, but yeah, he Randy Orton can put on a show. He's he's been there, you know, brought up by the best of them, fought the best of them. Um, I mean, I think when you go up against Stone Cold, you you know you're getting stunned ninety percent <laughs> of the time. Uh. So. Stop a mud hole. Good 20 years, but uh you know, keep that legacy going, Randy. Yeah. It would have been a great match to have actually had. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Before we move on, it is uh an important note to mention that the eighth seed was a four-way tie uh between Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Ray Mysterio, and Edge. None of the four of them were beating Stone Cold, so it didn't really matter who we put in. That yeah, match. yeah. Yeah, Stone Cold was kind of gonna be a tough tough beat for that yeah 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 but that's why i said to see him go but (laughs) but either way stone cold moves on and we move to the next matchup uh the number five overall seed mick foley aka dude love aka cactus jack aka mankind uh versus (laughs) andre the giant tim how about you kick this one off uh mick foley versus andre the giant I mean, this is a tough one. Both are, you know, they have that extreme legacy. And, you know, Mick Foley has, you know, he's just one of those guys. He's been through everything. Like, name name a match that, like, Mick Foley wasn't, like, the flagship, like, you know, entertainer for it. Like, who's going to jump off a of hell in the cell? Oh, Mick will do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. going back to his ECW days, but that, you know, it, it's hard. It, it's hard comparing the genres too, because Andre the, the Giant had the opportunity to not only be, you know, one of the first and best wrestlers, but like he owned that and he like absolutely, you know, he was the big man. Yeah. 
like of all time until the big show. Yeah. And, and, and that's arguable too. No. So I think you got to look at the legacy. You got to look at the talent. As far as the talent goes, I think Mick Foley's got the talent. Like he's such a versatile character. That's why he's had to have like, like you were naming off. He's had five, six different characters just to like, you know, incorporate all his talent. So I don't, I'm, I'm with Mick on it. Yeah. I also met Mick Foley in real life. Oh, really? So I feel like that's got to be oh, like good. something that contributes to that too. Yeah. At a summer camp I was at, he came by and was just like, Oh, Hey, can I hang out for the day? <laughs> Creepy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was like scheduled to be he here. Was... Right? He didn't just show up. At <laughs> no, no, he was, he was, but, but we didn't, just it, it was like, like yeah, obviously a surprise. So he like, <laughs> just like blended in and showed up. I was like, Oh, Hey guys, I didn't make a big deal of it or anything. So no, he's so cool guy, you know, talented guy. I'm going to vote with, vote with Mick. All right, Nick, where are you, uh, where are you leaning on this one? Um, uh, I think I'm leaning a little bit towards Mick Foley. I mean, aesthetic wise, I think he's definitely got Andre just because of all the different looks he's had and he's pulled them all off. Even do love, even though that probably really shouldn't have worked. Yeah. So I, uh, I mean, Andre's aesthetic was more like he he was big, and that's what his aesthetic needed to be. So that that definitely worked. I mean, their matches. I mean, uh, Mick Foley's matches are always always entertaining, just because it's him. So uh, you don't you don't know what's gonna happen whenever he's wrestling, but you know he's he's all in on it. Andre, I would say, has uh, more like uh, big moment matches that have happened, maybe, or more that lead into the legacy, like for Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. But um, uh, I gotta say, especially well, since Andre's time, because there's like a gap between him and Mick. I would I would say probably Mick Foley, probably though. He's had a lot of matches with a lot of people now who are legends and and did a lot of things that no one's done since. Honestly, right? Yeah, for me, this one isn't close. Like I I, I respect what Andre the Giant is for the company, but if we're if we're talking match quality, go back and watch an Andre the Giant match. It is. Fucking yeah, dull as yeah. all hell. Because yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> He's just yeah, yeah. And Even then, when he fought Hogan, like that was like that was all he could do. Like in that match, actually, if you watch it, like he couldn't do too much. Right. He couldn't like he he wasn't body slammed for so long because he couldn't be body slammed. He would break into a million mm-hmm. pieces. Um, but like, and and that leads into the aesthetics too. Is like his uh, andre's aesthetic is just being big and that was basically big and big and french but they really didn't lean into the french part and then as far as legacy goes like maybe his legacy is bigger because he is so well known even outside of the wrestling world so i think legacy is the only thing that andre stands like has a has a fighting chance within this um and match quality i mean Mm -hmm. mcfoley is just fucking great um but yeah, my official vote is Mick. Um, so I think that is a 3-0 yeah. win for Mick Foley. Moving on. Here is probably the hardest one uh, we're going to have to do, at least in the first rounds. Yeah. Um, the number three overall seed, The Undertaker, versus the number six overall seed, Shawn Michaels. I think we're going to get into a fight with this one. But Nick... How about you lead this one up? And like, how many times uh, has this fight happened, though? Like, how many times has it come down? That this? I was gonna say, this is I, I, I saw that. That's funny that it was like them two because yeah, it's, for real, it's always been them two towards the end of their careers and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. But yeah, Nick, how are you feeling on this one? That's a tough one. I don't really know. Um, I kind of actually rewatched one of their matches, like, kind of not prepping for this, but I knew they'd both be on the list probably. Mm-hmm. But like, 
I don't know. They both like they're that's a hard one because like they're every category they hit, like they both have legacy. They've both been doing it for a while. They both have amazing matches. They don't really have bad matches. And their aesthetics are both awesome too. Like the Undertaker's aesthetic is you can name, I don't know how many different things this guy's walked out with or whatever. And then Shawn Michaels as well for WrestleMania and stuff. He always kind of comes out flashy and mm. stuff. So like, I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, <clears throat> you could go either way. There's not really probably a wrong answer here, but like, uh, I'd probably have to give it Taker just because of a little bias, but I do. I love Shawn Michaels, but like, I don't know. I do. I, I don't know. I'd have to probably maybe just give it to Taker just to make a choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Tim, I know uh, famously you've said a million times that you fucking hate Shawn Michaels. So uh, I, I know you're probably uh, <laughs> leaning towards Taker on this one, but uh, yeah, Tim, take it from here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's tough. I like, you know, we were talking earlier and I, Shawn Michaels is probably my favorite wrestler just because of his like, his like showmanship and his like dedication to the sport and you know he he was a co-founder of dx and dx is like to me like dx is the best thing of wrestling so it was like you know it's something to do with the first intercontinental champion too or one of the first and he held it for a very long time he was uh, it was the first ladder match. Uh, well, the first what WWE wants us to believe was the first ladder match, even though there was one before it. Um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, they, yeah, they, he, he definitely, he definitely had the first that uh, yeah. Tim was bringing up in the Hell in a Cell. That that was the first one ever, and that was with the Undertaker, which is funny enough. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. That was, that, like, uh, that was the first one, and they had it together. Yeah. And that match was crazy. That match still holds up. It does, right? So, and some of his biggest matches are against the Undertaker. So. Yeah. But, you know, and it, I, you also have to say at the same time, I think DX and like the Attitude Era did hold up Sean, whereas like the uh, Undertaker true, yeah. is able to kind, kind of like on his own with his character, you know, we can kind of exclude the American badass. That was kind of a little weird, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. But, um, you know, do you try something different? Uh, he's consistently had a good arc like on his own you know he had Kane come in but like that was just to make him better not to like you know and like sustain him in that era give him some kind of conflict but you know I think I I think Shawn Michaels is propped up a bit unfortunately not that he doesn't show it out on his own but I think I gotta go with Undertaker as well even though Shawn Michaels is debatably my favorite yeah wow i really wasn't uh, expecting that now i feel like i should vote for Shawn michaels just so it's not 3-0 uh, <laughs> but yeah so no, I, I mean hate, I, I hate to see it yeah. but like if it wasn't Shawn michaels and undertaker i'd be picking Shawn michaels more likely like, yeah absolutely I'd love to see like them at a, like ideally i would have liked to see them on opposite ends and then like then like final four maybe like see them match up together right but that's just yeah. the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, that's the, the he's the, going the, he's going through that hell in the cell. <laughs> the, the nature of of handing off the uh, the voting to the uh, to the people, uh, they usually get things yeah. wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, no. yeah, I, I think we got to the same um, place. Like I was going through everything in my head. Like when it comes to match quality, for me, that's obviously Sean. When it comes to aesthetics, I think that's obviously The Undertaker. And then Legacy is so close. Um, but I think The Undertaker edges it out just a bit. because Mostly because of the streak. 21-0 and 0 at WrestleMania before Brock Lesnar ended it. 
which is just an insane thing and something the undertaker Mm kind of deserved because his early career they just gave him absolute shit to work with like giant gonzalez at wrestlemania 9 or (laughs) fucking uh he he had so many bad matches look like his the first few wrestlemania matches that he won it's like king kong bundy giant gonzalez fucking uh bam bam bigelow i think is in there somewhere just a bunch of people who can't yeah. wrestle and then i think jimmy snook is making king kong bundy i think yeah yep <laughs> and then uh snooka way past his prime though but yeah so my official vote is the undertaker as well um hate to see sean michaels go that's a real rough uh real rough draw for yeah. uh, for sean there but it's the way the cookie crumbles so last (laughs) matchup of the first round is not a hard one probably the easiest one for me it's the two seed versus the rock uh yeah the two seed rock versus the seven seed macho man randy savage um i'll kick it off by saying macho man has a great legacy he was way ahead of his time as far as match quality and those robes that entrance he has very he is just so cool looking and uh, throughout his entire career, even later on when he left and went to NWO, all that kind of stuff. But for me, The Rock takes each one of those and betters them. He has better legacy. He has a better uh, aesthetic. The only one that might be debatable is match quality, but The Rock is so, in his own words, electrifying um, that he can take a... Uh, middling match and make it great just by looking at the crowd and raising an eyebrow because um, he has that so he has he has the crowd in the palm of his hand at all times and it just increases the quality of everything he does um but yeah uh, nick how are you how are you feeling about this one um yeah this is another tough one kind of for me but i mean i the this macho man i i am a big fan of the macho man but um he, he, he no one there isn't like another macho man like he's he's him you can still say snap to a slim jim or some shit and someone will be looking at you like oh the macho man maybe and, like, <laughs> and his, i mean he had he had some great aesthetics like he's had some wild ass outfits and um you know that you know you can't see nobody else walking around with that stuff not even his his entrance music being like whatever the graduation theme is music that people <laughs> use like only he could come out with that wild shit and then like beat up somebody and like <laughs> <laughs> but i mean he, he's another one um rock is what like after he left the company um I, well i mean like after wcw even like but you know that's later in his career and stuff like that but like in their prime they both had amazing matches and stuff and macho man's got a crazy legacy as far as you know being a champion fighting hogan all that kind of stuff to having the belts um, but yeah, The Rock is like a whole other thing. Uh, he's got his aesthetic is very simple, but it works for him of being like you know the people, the people's champion or whatever. And you can wear anything that would look crazy on somebody else, and like you know people think it's cool. And um, he came a long way, like uh, aesthetically too, from when he was just like uh, Rocky Maivia, and no one liked him, and then turning that around into like everybody liked them or like to hate them and everything fucking blue party streamers coming off of them yeah exactly like and that's what i'm saying whereas macho man could have pulled off the streamers maybe but like yeah uh, but um but yeah once he got into that like the rock and became like you know a good heel um he kind of just went on a whole nother level up on that level and like ain't there's really nobody who's like on that level really with him other than like stone code which 
obviously <laughs> they flashed and stuff like that, but I would have to, I'd, I'd give it to the rock. I'd have to like, he's, if it wasn't macho man up, up against them, macho man probably take it, but it'd have to be the rock. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Tim. Yeah, no, I, uh, I love the macho man. He's great. That, that Nick said, I think the rock took, you know, what, what was kind of lame and, a little too crazy about Macho Man and, you know, Hulk Hogan, both kind of like in that same category of like showmanship. Um, and he made it cool. And the, and the Rock definitely, you know, wasn't shy, but he was reserved and he was like focused in what he was doing. Whereas like Macho Man is all over the place. And, you know, you can't, you cannot argue what he did for, for wrestling and what he, you know, brought to the companies that he went to but but the rock is the rock and that that's it (laughs) (laughs) the most electrifying man in sports entertainment he took what the you know what macho man had and he took it to a new era and that's another thing to always you know consider when you're looking at the wrestlers is the eras that they were brought up in and what they contributed to those specific eras themselves and they're they're both at the top of those lists in their eras and the rocks era just hand, happened to stand out more and was able to you know spiral his career into what he is now the ranger johnson and fucking every fast and the furious yeah. movie highest so. highest paid actor in the <laughs> world currently. yeah just yeah so you know it, it says enough yeah. man was at the top of his game at the top of his era and there's few that are better yeah. And that'll be debated, I'm sure, when we get to the. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that concludes round one. Uh, we're moving on to our final four now. What else? Say, uh, let's see. Oh, it's. I. I think I can tell which one of these is going to be the more difficult one to deal with. So we'll start with the easier one of the two, in my opinion. Number one seed, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and number five seed, Mick Foley. Nick, you want to start this one off too? Yeah, this is Stone Cold. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like kind of from the first round a little bit, like where, <clears throat> uh, you know, aesthetic. Well, Stone Cold, I would say Stone Cold's aesthetic is very very basic but it works for his character so well like he doesn't need anything extra it's just it's more his attitude of being stone cold and that enough alone kind of trumps a lot of other like wrestlers and stuff sometimes um just the way he carries himself and stuff like that um and then again like matches i i have i've very rarely seen a uh, horrible stone cold match unless he was actually like injured or some shit um i guess mankind or mick floyd doesn't matter because he wrestles injured or broken anyway but so maybe he has a slight edge <laughs> there, maybe. But like, and then legacy wise, man, Stone Cold kind of like pushed wrestling into like a different level when he started, you know, becoming the guy, and um, <clears throat> and it helped other wrestlers who were kind of branching out at that same area with the Attitude Era. Mick Foley included everybody, you know, put an edge on their character once he started really taking off and kind of stepping his game up and everything. Everybody had to kind of catch up with him. So I mean, I would, I definitely would give this to Stone Cold. Tim? Yeah, no, I mean, I love I love the man Mick Foley, um, but I think you know you're touching on that a little bit, Nick. He's he's kind of the punching bag, and you you know the man to beat was Mick Foley, but you beat him, and then you claimed your superstardom or you claimed the title, like it was you know, and, and but Stone Cold was always just you know, especially for a long time, and still he just came back not too long ago. He's at the top of his game. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's his show. Like, you know, mankind's getting stunned. 
<laughs> probably on some nails, probably through a few tables, but or, or tax <laughs> or whatever, anything. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's kind of open shut in this one because it's, I mean, look, Mick Foley's great. Uh, him winning the WWE Championship uh, on that random Monday night uh, is what WWE will shout it out all the time. It's what turned the tide in the Monday Night Wars and all that kind of stuff. Um, and he's a lovable person. He just seems like a great person who I would love to see do good things. But I mean, it's Stone Cold. Like it, it, it you can't really beat stone cold here there's only one person on this list that i think can um and uh and i think we might get to that but we'll see how the next matchup goes so sounds like we have uh three <laughs> official votes for stone cold here is that right yeah yeah those are those yeah. are all hell yes <laughs> <laughs> all right so goodbye mick we'll we'll miss you um all right uh, and then the next matchup, uh, we've talked about both of them at length already, but not really together. Another, another pairing that I don't think wrestled. I mean, they may have, they may have crossed paths when Undertaker was the American badass, um, a couple of times, but, uh, but either way it's, it's the rock versus the undertaker. Um, Tim, you want to kick this one off? Sure. Yeah. Just rip off the elbow pads. <laughs> huh. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to give this one to The Rock. I love The Undertaker. He's one of my, definitely one of my top five of all time. I think when I first got into wrestling, the thing that drew me into it was just being like, who the hell is this creepy guy? Like, I wanted to know more about The Undertaker and really got into his character. But like, getting into wrestling led me to The Rock. And like, to me, The Rock is the greatest. He's the greatest. He's not necessarily my favorite wrestler, but he's undebatably the greatest of of his era and his generation of possibly of all time you know he beat Hulk Hogan at the Wrestlemania to kind of establish that he didn't beat The Undertaker at Wrestlemania but you know had they been matched up in that arena possibly I don't know I I don't know were they ever in a Wrestlemania situation I don't think so Um, not together no not not rocking Undertaker they've been on the same show and stuff but never like not really fighting each other now because yeah and check out his streak yeah he wasn't one of the ones rock uh, the undertaker beat yeah so i mean it should have happened definitely should have. yeah no it it absolutely should have like it it kind of blows my mind that that it hadn't yeah the the rock is the rock and i think he's gonna lay it to the smack down (laughs) he has a whole show (laughs) name undertaker He has a twenty-year long. Put him to rest. Yeah, he has a twenty-year running show named after one of his catchphrases. Like that's enough. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. He literally has a show named after him. Yeah. And he's not even there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, so the Undertaker, like, I always use the Undertaker as my argument against people who are like, "Well, you know, wrestling isn't real, right?" It's like, oh no, I just actually thought this zombie wizard guy who likes to ride motorcycles <laughs> was legit like fuck off yeah, I, mean, I know it's not like it's predetermined you did uh, <laughs> yeah but, like <laughs> both of them similar to that undertaker Shawn michaels matchup like when it comes to match quality legacy and aesthetics none of them have any of those three things that are bad like they like undertaker yeah. has incredible mm. match quality and so does the rock their legacy for both of them is uh 
we can talk about for hours and we're not going to. Um, and then their aesthetics, again, maybe The Undertaker has better aesthetics because he's a spoopy boy. Um, and, you know, he can, he can pull off Guy Liner and that's all right. Yeah, uh, The Rock... The Rock for me is just so much more entertaining to watch, mainly because he doesn't take seven minutes to get to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he puts some pep in his step. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm definitely in the Rock here too, Nick. Yeah, um, yeah, this is a tough one too. Where um, you know, obviously I like both of them. I think the last <clears throat> top three for me is usually Taker, Undertaker, and Rock. So like, you know, they're they're on that same level for me, like interchangeably and stuff. And, um, but yeah, the rocks just got something like once he became the rock, it was just everybody. He, he actually, as you mentioned, Adam, he, he did have a match with taker, like, uh, before he was American badass. And I think it was for the belt, but it was like on one of like an off show wasn't WrestleMania or nothing crazy, but they're like, they're entertaining together too. Like for their promos and stuff that I remember going back at each other. But I would have to say the rock had the edge in that. <laughs> like he, yeah. he him, he's another one like Stone Cold where his attitude is part of his whole thing. And and he'll turn any situation or any promo around and he'll make you laugh or make you want to fight him and shit. So like <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, like you were saying, like they don't have they don't have bad matches. Both of them um, both of them are like Hall of Famers. I mean the Rock isn't technically yet, but I mean he's, he's gonna be. Like right. uh but yeah, The Rock is just like to see it. You didn't have to even be wrestling. Like, you know, that was back when they used to do a lot more promos where nothing was even happening. You guys are just out back talking shit. Right. <laughs> like that would be like the highlight of the show and shit. So like yeah, the rock they never fought. Yeah, on never the even fought that night. It was back there causing <laughs> Yeah, and you guys are just back there talking shit to each other. Like <laughs> but um Are we gonna fight now? No, we're just gonna hang Stephanie McMahon from a crucifix. Exactly, exactly, because he had a cult, you know, why not? (laughs) But, I mean, you could do that with Undertaker. Like, that's where his aesthetic kind of shines through. But, yeah, yeah, The Rock is – The Rock didn't have to become American Badass. (laughs) The Rock could just stay The Rock. (laughs) So, I have to say that The Rock would would take this one for me on this. Yeah. The Rock did have to kind of reinvent himself a couple of times, though. Like, you had, like, the the original Rocky Maivia that everybody hated. Then you had the Nation Mm -hmm. Domination Rock that was, like, it was a decent heel, but then, like, his charisma started to show through then. And then you got that that first singles heel run Rock. And then he just was so popular, he became a babyface. And then he went away for a while to go to Hollywood. And then he came back as the best version of the rock which is hollywood heel rock uh where he uh would like uh god i can't remember i think it was sacramento like he like sang a song to sacramento proper yeah just fucking buried the shit out of them it was great um and then of course leading up to uh him and stone cold's third and final wrestlemania match speaking of which the rock moves on to the finals and we have our finals. Who would have guessed it? Uh, definitely not everyone. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> and The Rock, number one and number two. For me, The Rock is more entertaining, but going down the list, I think The Rock has had better matches over the course of his career. <sighs> Fuck, is that true? Um, I, I mean, I, I really could kind of see it. I mean, there there was a point when like Austin got hurt, he couldn't really mm. be up to to you know snuff to a certain extent. Mm. I mean, I don't think The Rock's ever really yeah. been injured while he was been wrestling. Not really. 
So, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> he's had a lot. I would, I would say, I think when the rock started really getting going, he, he had definitely way more matches than Austin did. Um, plus Austin has stepped yeah. away for a little bit and stuff and the rock didn't, he was still going full steam and shit. Right. Until, un- until he had to make just the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> King. Uh, oh yeah. Scorpion <laughs> King. <laughs> um, so what I, I, I think I realized where I was going, it's, I think the rock has had bigger matches, but maybe overall stone cold matches are better. Although it, it is really hard to, yeah. to differentiate. I, I don't, I think either way it's, it's close, and especially Definitely. because both of them, their, yeah, their, their career has intersected on so many occasions that it's, it's so hard to kind of differentiate which one uh, has the better matches. So we'll call match quality a wash for me. Fucking legacy. Yeah, Stone Cold's big, but The Rock. People know The Rock. He's The Rock. He has legacy outside of wrestling. He has legacy as just this incredible actor. I shouldn't say he's an incredible actor. He's a he's an alright actor. Um, but he is the one of the biggest stars in the world, if not the biggest star in the world. And I don't think Stone Cold can take that from him. Um, so legacy for me would go to The Rock, and then aesthetics would also go to The Rock for me. I just like his look a bit better. Um, but not that he has much of a look going on. I mean, they're both very similar black trunks, black knee pads, black boots and bald heads. Um, but I just think the rock, the way the rock holds himself is more aesthetically pleasing to me. I don't, I don't really know that stone cold just looks like he's holding in a lot of tension and he looks stressed all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um but Nick, um, I've rambled for enough. Uh, where, where, where your, where's your head at for this one? Uh, I don't know. This is one. I knew this was coming to this from even. Yeah. I mean, the Facebook vote, it was a tiebreaker that they were both number one. So, like, um, I don't know. Like, I would, I mean, if an option was to be to draw both of them, I'd say that, but that wouldn't really solve anything. But, like, yeah, they're both, they're both on that level of each other. Yeah. Uh, as far as like, I, yeah, aesthetic icon, I'll maybe give it to Rocky. He has a lot more flashiness to him, a lot of through his career than um, Stone Cold. But both of them both use like their attitude for that. And um, legacy wise, yeah, they're they're both important and relevant to WWE even now. Like anytime The Rock shows up, they make money yeah. or people want to see The Rock and people still say fucking what in the crowd <laughs> when anyone's talking because of Stone Cold, which is literally just the wildest thing because it's just the word what, but Sorry, like, what? you know, it references it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, so, you know, that's the that's the legacy right there for them. Like they're still relevant even now. And or, you know, when The Rock came back in Foncina, that was like a big thing. And like, I mean, that helped me get back into wrestling just to see that. And and it was a good match. It wasn't bad. And I mean, I guess Cena was at the time still kind of in his prime. It was a good match. And they did it. You know, they did it a couple of times. But yeah, like like Tim was saying earlier, when Stone Cold came back for like this recent WrestleMania, I mean, obviously he's older, but the match still, it still went hard. Like, it's still good. Like, you know, like, I didn't think like, oh, they're babying him. Like, <laughs> he, I thought he, you know, he looked like he was, you know, earning the win. So, yeah, they're both, both on that level. Um, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Like, it could go either way for me, honestly. And I mean, they've, I mean, even them, they've, even when they fight each other, it goes either way. Yeah. Like, you know. Stone Cold is, um, I guess is still... up 2-1 at WrestleMania. Though. Yeah, he's up 2-1 <laughs> at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's the thing. He's up 2-1. But, I mean, 
I mean, for at the time, Rock had the last match with him, and it was The Rock. So that's a tough one. Um, this is supposed to, I don't know. I'm trying to think, really. I could almost flip a coin, yeah. almost. You don't have to make a I decision guess. right now. We can see. We can. All right, I'm going to yeah, hold let's, off. Let's, I'm, I'm going to see what yeah, Tim say. Let's see if Tim sways me one way. He can sway you one way or the other if he's feeling <laughs> Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. It, no, it, it is, it's tough. I mean, I know who I, who I choose. Um, but I think... I think both of these 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 guys are really good wrestlers. They both put on really good matches. Um, both could put on really good shows just to begin with. Like you could, they are both extremely good headliners. That just like you know, like we were literally just saying the the Rock and Stone Cold are both known for just like not fighting for like three or wrestling for three weeks or four weeks up until the pay per view. Yeah. But you will watch Raw just to watch them talk shit to each other or or get the what response when, you know, having the back and forth. And there's no better two that you want to see in the middle of the ring going back and forth. Like one of the best, most iconic moments in wrestling is the when they see each other for like the first time and they just like side to side looking. I think Hulk, yeah. Hulk Hogan did the same thing. Yeah. They're just like breathing to each side of the arena because it's just like when mm-hmm. those two are in the ring, like that's what you came here to see. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I do think that The Rock has more of those moments where, like, you yeah, came here. He definitely does. You came here to see The Rock, and like, you, you came here to see the, the Rock, like, kick Triple H's ass or, you know, kick Kurt Angle's ass or something. Like the, 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 the truck, the beer truck. Yeah. That was one of the coolest things in wrestling that I remember, and like one of the coolest, you know, I guess brought on by um, Steve Austin moments, mm-hmm. but. I think the rock has more of those as well. And like, he has more catchphrases and he has like, you know, bigger attention, I think for the crowd and, and stone cold, I think struggled because of his health. And then you did like you, you put him. something has to be said and commended about the, you know, the wrestlers that absolutely put their body on the line. And like mm-hmm. Steve Austin had injuries from day one, essentially. Like I can't, uh, I don't remember stone cold without at least one knee, knee brace. Yeah, that's like, true. That was like his. Figure oh. I had, like, that was his accessory, whether it was on him or whether it was like a. Well, he had one or two, like a red one or a black one. Yeah. Well, he had one. I think his right, first exactly. injury happened when he was in ECW or WCW because I believe I, I'm I'm picturing him his like debut as like the the ringmaster Steve Austin. Yeah, with stupid green yeah. trunks, and I think he has a knee brace then. Right, yeah. and and that wasn't even the worst of it. He has lumbar problems, and yeah um he got so, a neck injury from this guy and he was still at the top so like yeah. you know you still that's a hundred percent to be said but i think rock still has the advantage where he didn't have to miss as much time because of those injuries yeah. and he wasn't just talking shit you know for four weeks straight it was maybe bi-weekly and then he would like put a match in or at least like you know rock bottom 20 people that are coming into the stage also another really cool moment where it was like everyone come in running in the rushing the stage with just the rock and fucking stone cold in the right. middle of the ring yeah that was um, yep. you know you, like i said those two guys in the ring you can't it's, it's electrifying yeah but <laughs> the rock i think is the one that you like you go to like he's king cool yeah I, and king k rule um 
um i think the the thing that puts the rock over for me is not not only that like uh is steve austin kind of you know it's not his fault that he's you know couldn't stay healthy uh yeah but also alcohol well yeah (laughs) but they they were all doing it back then they were all doing everything um but the thing with the rock is Terramon is different than bud light though that's fair um the thing with the rock is he was entertaining no matter what role he was playing and with steve austin when he when they turned him heel for no fucking reason at uh wrestlemania 17 like he wasn't entertaining when he was a heel like everyone still cheered him but because i know i told i used to tell my girl well eve you guys know eve i was telling eve that all the time she says hi by the way (laughs) but uh (laughs) but i would tell her that like when he they turn (laughs) they turn um austin heel and like these guys still cheered for him because I mean he was just yeah. you know people loved to cheer for him. I would say when he was healed, the best thing is he kind of was funnier. Yeah, but yeah, it was one of those things too that like you know you didn't you didn't have to do that. He could have just been Austin. Like he was at that point. Like and Rock but, um, was still a better heel. And like you, it was hard to see yeah. his transitions too. Like you didn't know when you were getting good Rock and bad Rock. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you just I, 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 his I, line was blurred for him. Yeah, he was technically like, heel when he went after Hogan, but like yeah. exactly you know that. <laughs> exactly they were both yeah that, i was telling um well i was telling you i was that once they get to like a point like it don't matter whether you're good or bad like what the story like people are just gonna like you mm-hmm. and you know but yeah so i would say it should have been on the list sure i like know i'm yeah that's that's a travesty i mean i don't know if he would have been beating hulk or stone cold but i mean the rock or stone cold but i had him beating but, austin yeah. for me but then losing <laughs> but i think you guys kind of sway me a little bit like because they're right the rock has had some bigger moments for you know whatever reasons i mean a lot of austin's big moments are with the rock actually yeah um whereas like rock has had moments like for like you know he's fought brock he's fought like hogan he's fought um you know, plethora of the other um, different wrestlers. Stone Cold too, but Stone Cold never got to fight Hulk. That's he didn't that's get to fight. A really good point. Yeah, and a lot of his big moments, like the three WrestleMania moments, are with The Rock. You know, yeah. and whereas The Rock's had a couple on his own and stuff like that. Plus, I remember like you know they made both of them made like the intercontinental intercontinental title a big deal when they were feuding for it. Yeah. I mean, this guy did knock this guy into a off a bridge. So I mean, <laughs> I mean that's that's some commitment there. So I, I mean, I think you guys kind of swim. I think I would, go, would would go with the rock here. Yeah, awesome. I think it does come down to personality too. And like a thought yeah. that I had, it's like it's kind of like it reminded me. And I know both of you are fans, and maybe some listeners too. But like it's like the like Vegeta Goku yeah like, argument. Yeah, they're it's they're, like yeah. who's the better like. It's it's personality, I think. Right. When exactly. Yeah. We're, it, so. we're th- are you are you saying the Rock is Goku and Stone Cold is Vegeta? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> They're like either one for because both of them. Go yeah. the other way if that were the case. Yeah. No. Uh, I, no. I, was I think all three of us are in stance. I can you say, know, yeah. John Lennon, Paul McCartney, like you know, but sure. Whatever you want to go with, but but it's yeah. I don't which know. we kind of knew, like I mean, just like I said, from, as soon as I saw the polls, I was like. Yeah, this is gonna be rock austin probably yeah like i just it saw it is. and then the fact that they were tied like even in the poll voting i was like oh yeah yeah because like, everybody everybody that voted for stone cold also voted for rock if i'm not generally mistaken. yeah i i, I, I just glanced yeah. at the list but it's um uh yeah i i threw on some newer uh people in you know mm-hmm. just because i think they needed to be there people like cm yeah. punk and daniel bryan yeah. and aj styles i know like that's stuff runs yeah exactly and they're they're all great too but like Gotta get the yeah, I, in there. as soon as as soon as I saw like Austin and Rock, I mean, I knew they were gonna be in the thing and probably like at the top, like 
yeah um but there we have it uh a, a unanimous tournament if i'm not mistaken i think we all voted the exact same way for every single matchup um, oh really I, th- I think you're right yeah we I did stone we cold the only one sure about i thought i thought tim was gonna vote for Shawn michaels over the undertaker that yeah was tim was different <laughs> yeah 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 like yeah we all agreed on the taker too yeah I yeah we did too. yeah it's so i just watched a, a thing that peacock had like a special on those two so i was like yeah. that kind of swayed me i was like wow greatest it was awesome yeah uh, <laughs> uh arguably but not even that arguably greatest wrestlemania match of all time Shawn michaels versus the undertaker at wrestlemania 25 um, yeah i went back yeah. and watched that about i watched that ago. i yeah me too and it was one of those things like i already knew what happened but i was like yo like he could like i'm like he could have won even yeah. though like obviously it happened years ago and like and we know we yeah. didn't, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> holy shit, that was 13 years ago. Motherfucker. Oh my god. Um, but <laughs> um, oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention uh with Stone Cold when we were talking about like him being injured, the dude took a bump. He took a serious bump, like at WrestleMania 38. Dude took a suplex. Yeah, on, he, on the yeah. concrete. Yeah, um, like, that's are, what I was saying. Like, <laughs> you are grandfather like, age, sir. You need yeah, to stop. exactly. He took that yeah. shit like a champion, too. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it's all fun because it's wrestling. And for any of our listeners yeah. who aren't big into wrestling, like give it a try. Or for any of our wrestlers who are like lapsed fans who haven't watched recently, honestly, current wrestling in ring, I, I think is better than it's ever been. Like obviously the story. Yeah, it's been really all good. There, and there, there's, there's, there's a lot of um, negative stuff, but you know, fuck WWE and turn on AEW. Why the hell not? Um, but yeah, it, it's really great. Uh, I'm going to wrap things up here. First, a couple of plugs. Um, If you want to yell at us or uh, tell us mean things, keep your mouth shut and don't do that but uh if you want to tell us nice things uh please go to our twitter oh it is at the nerd the word uh at twitter uh we have that facebook group i mentioned earlier uh the nerd is the word on facebook open group anybody can join just don't be a dick to other people you know what being a dick is don't test us um if you have any questions or just want to chat or if you want to be in, uh, on an episode or at least have a suggestion for an episode, uh, please reach out to us at our email address. That is nerdistheword413 at gmail.com. Once again, nerdistheword413 at gmail.com. Another huge thank you uh, to both of our guests today, Nick Mondin and Tim Murphy. Both of you guys did a fantastic job. Tim Murphy, a returning uh uh, guest technically even though we haven't recorded his first episode yet um but we'll get to that um but yeah thank you guys both so very much uh uh it was a blast having you a blast talking to you we haven't really talked that much outside of texts and memes in a while um but yeah uh again listeners thank you so much for uh for joining us and have a great rest of your day and what does carolyn usually say Uh, find some joy in this world (laughs) 